Susan from CF and you're listening to KDU Campus Radio. Hi, my name is Aiden and welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. This is the very last episode, possibly forever, of Loki Local. Of course, I'm your host, Aiden, and Loki Local is the show where we talk about usually, most of the time, non-trivial pieces of news. And sometimes, you know, when uh, when it's noteworthy enough, sometimes the news can be quite important. But unfortunately, just as all great things have to come to an end, even this show has reached its... Um, it's 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 time it's time to die. It's time to put the show down. And of course, we're not going we're not going out without a bang. So today is going to be a fantastic episode, as always. The first piece of news that we're going to be talking about is about is go is it actually takes place in Singapore. Yes, we're starting off in Singapore. Usually, we end out end out in Singapore, but this time it's different because there is it involves a Malaysian man and a Singaporean lady. So basically, what happened was this Malaysian man. This 28-year-old Malaysian man tried to rob a convenience store in Singapore. And what he did was he went into the store. But the only reason why he went in to rob the store is because there was this lady. And there was only one customer in that store at that given moment. And it was this 78-year-old old lady. So obviously, I'm going to assume what was going through his mind was like, Oh, it's just this one lady. I'm sure I'll be fine. So what he did was he, he stormed in. He took out a pen knife and he attempted to rob the cashier. Uh, he took out a pen knife, a very intimidating pen knife, of course, as, as they always are, very small and cute. And he basically just asked for money. This old lady, the 78-year-old lady, did not really take him seriously until he forced himself, in a sense, to, to ask and get the money from the cashier, physically force himself and use his arm. It moved closer to the cashier and then the, the lady could, did not... Could not stand that, so she didn't stay. She didn't stay quiet. She didn't just let it happen. Of course not. Just because she's seventy-eight years years old doesn't mean she's not capable. This seventy-eight-year-old lady apparently had learned judo in her early years, and with her hands, she struck the man's penknife away, and the, the the man panicked and ran away. So congratulations to this uh, old lady for basically saving the cashier and saving the convenience store's money from being robbed. Fantastic. Good deeds done by uh, it just shows that you know it comes to show that old age old age doesn't stop you, you know, and it's just the most unlucky day for that guy if he who would have expected a seventy eight year old lady to be able to know judo and you know defend herself not just defend herself but also defend the cashier defend the convenience store, and it just comes to show you know not everything. Not everything is, uh, what do you think? Don't judge a book by its cover, just as those uh, Twitter memes have obviously taught us that very important lesson. Anyways, this is Aiden, and this is the final, very last episode of KDU Campus Radio's Low-Key Local for this semester and most likely for all time. But of course, it is still a radio show and it is not over quite yet because coming up next is the first song to start off, to kick off, the final episode, and it's Yuna with Crush featuring Usher. Stay tuned and I'll be right back. Hi, welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. You are currently tuned in to Loki Local with me, Aiden, and you just heard The Weeknd featuring Daft Punk with I Feel It Coming. Before the break, we were talking about how a man, a Malaysian man in Singapore, attempted to rob a convenience store. 
in Singapore, but was thwarted by a 78-year-old lady who was capable of judo. So she knocked the knife out of his hand, and then he fleed. He ran away. Uh, you know, good job to the old lady. Very bad job to the, to the man for even trying to rob a place at the first place. This man, is, of course, has been apprehended by the authorities in Singapore and will be charged with armed robbery. Unfortunately, he just... he it was It's a dumb thing to do, let's be honest. And the fact that he just... He got caught serves him right. Justice has been served. And similarly, in the fashion of stupid things happening or people doing silly things, another story has taken place, of course, in a vein of Loki Local, in the sense of that, why would you report this? It's just... It's just a stupid incident. So, in Ipoh, this man was refueling his car. So, as we all know, when you, when you drive a car, it requires fuel, which usually comes in the form of petrol. And if the petrol runs out, you need to go to a petrol station and refuel. Unfortunately, this man ran out of fuel. So, what he did was, obviously, he went to a petrol station to get more fuel, to just top up his fuel. And... Everyone who drives, or I think every Malaysian maybe, because it is driving is just such a part of our culture, which I might touch later on on the show. Driving is such a part of our culture that everyone, I think, almost should know that you have to turn off your engine when you are refueling. This is obviously for safety reason, but... Apparently, due to this, uh, according to this article, not everyone knows. You can read this article on the New Straits Times, similarly to the previous article, previous news story. And essentially, these two men who went to refuel the car, they forgot to turn off the engine. What happened next is, is definitely going to surprise you. Obviously, the car kind of caught on fire. A uh, little fire happened, no serious injuries occurred. But the staff of the uh, petrol station handled it very well, handled it almost immediately. Luckily, the two men who were involved in the incident did not get hurt at all. It was just a, just a funny viral video that's been uh, all over social media. Similarly to something else that we're going to be talking about, which I know is just, it's just itching. Everyone has been talking about it. Everyone has been jumping on it because social media just loves to talk about every, anything, anything dumb such as this man who forgot to turn off his engine. Well, everyone out there, make sure to remember to turn off your engines whenever you're refueling or else you'll you get into a slight inconvenience just like this man. And it's not, it's not good. It's not safe. Make sure to turn off the engine. Don't smoke. Using your phone, I think it's fine. But then again, better safe than sorry. Who knows? Just like how you should be better safe than sorry. And follow our Facebook page and Instagram to make sure to find out when we come, come on air next time. Of course, next semester, or when we post any new content during the semester break, there'll be plenty of uh, rehashed content from previous shows for all of our shows throughout the week. If you miss us and miss our voice, our personalities, and our content, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, find out where that content will be posted. And I will be right back with more, with more questionable news articles right after Taylor Swift Endgame. Right here on ta- on, right here on KDU Campus Radio, low key local. I'll be right back. Hi, welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. This is the final episode of Low Key Local with me, Aiden, and you just heard Selena Gomez with "Same Old Love." Of course, you are tuned in to KDU Campus Radio, 
and my name's Aiden. I'm your host for Loki Local, the only show on the internet, online radio that is, that speaks of news articles which probably aren't really exactly worth your time. As the tagline goes, we're mostly noteworthy and not really newsworthy. Uh, previously, we were talking about how a man was trying to refuel his car, but it didn't really turn out very well, mostly due to the fact that he didn't turn off his engine. So, of course, this is a casual PSA to warn everyone to make sure to turn off your engines when, you, when you're refueling your car. So many times, he, what happened was the man put it in, and the car was still running, and then he, it, it just caught flames. It just caught on fire. No, what's the, what's the real explanation behind it? I have no idea. Took it out, caught on fire, then the ground caught on fire, then his friend and himself momentarily caught on fire, but fortunately, he was fine in the end. Of course, don't push your luck next time whenever, whenever situations like this happen. I'm sure, I'm sure that man will forever remember to never, ever, ever let his engine run while, while refueling. And that's the thing that I wanted to talk about. I mentioned slightly, I touched on it lightly, which is Malaysia's driving culture. And that is, uh, this is definitely something that I feel is, it is a Malaysian, something you should be not prideful of, but it is a Malaysian specialty. Because ma- driving, there's a sense of freedom that you get from driving. Uh, maybe it's just me, but of course, I want to just share my personal experiences. Driving and not driving for even the shortest of while, even for 10 days. When I don't drive for 10 days, I already feel a, a sort of itch. Maybe it's because I'm still very... I have, I'm not cold and old and bitter in regards to driving because I know some people are just absolutely sick of driving. Obviously, this could be due to many reasons. It could be due to traffic. It could be due to past poor experiences, maybe some traumatic events, but... I, on the other hand, still do, in a sense, find uh, driving rewarding and and, and fulfilling because it just, you can drive anywhere you want. There's a sense of power that is attached to driving a car and that might might seem strange and if I'm the only one preaching this, if I'm the only one who shares this sentiment, then, uh, well, I guess I'm just unique in that sense, but I'm going to share my experiences of just not driving for 10 days. So whenever I'm overseas or when I was in uh, London for holiday last year during winter, I basically didn't sit in a car for quite a while. I did sit in a car for one for one part of the trip, but it was it wasn't me driving, so it was just kind of strange being one a passenger after not being a passenger for so long and having to drive myself everywhere from suddenly uh, you know, driving everywhere to not driving at all, standing around, sitting on a train and taking public transport. Of course, it is great. It's convenient. It saves time. But you really long to miss it. You lo- you miss the sense of being behind the wheel. And maybe it's just me because I know some people who find driving just an utter drag and too stressful and just not worth the time, money and effort. But until then, I still do enjoy driving. And so should you, maybe not necessarily driving, but you should enjoy and you should go ahead to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram page to find out when we're going to go live next time, next semester, or whenever we post our content online. And if you ever miss any of the Radio DJ hosts here, of course, you can visit KDU Camps Radio. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to follow us there. Please do. And we'll be talking more about uh, slightly pointless 
news, facts and whatnot right after the music break. Because coming up next is Against the Current, Paralyzed. I will be right back. This is KD Campus Radio, Loki Local. Hi, my name is Aiden. Welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. This is Loki Local, and you just heard a KDU Campus Radio Loki Local staple song, which is Ali Ayman with Breathe, a personal favorite of mine ever since the show started. And I got introduced to this fantastic new Malaysian indie artist. But of course, this is Loki Local. We're not going to be talking about music, maybe next time. But right now, we're going to be talking about more seemingly pointless, kind of dumb news. And it was hard to avoid this one. And it was it was difficult to not be completely absorbed and involved and immersed in media and social media, which involved this particular subject that I will be talking about. It is, it's not stressful, it's just, it is so stupid. But it is, it is suitable for Loki Local because who would, who would um who would report about this but at the same time it doesn't suit loki local because it is it has been everywhere but it's difficult to avoid and i i feel like i just have to address it and that is of course i'm talking about rendang gate yes the now infamous rendang gate which refers to oh my god i can't believe this actually occurred so in the united kingdom in britain there is a cooking show, which is called Master Chef, Master Chef UK, where obviously, if you don't already know what Master Chef is, it's where amateur home cooks go join this competition to try and be and prove themselves as the Master Chef. Most of these chefs have no sort of any form of formal training. Maybe they have one or two classes, but most of the time they are all self-taught. They are all home cooks, and uh, they are basically amateur, and they go into the show trying to prove themselves that they are the Master Chef. So there's a Malaysian contestant that joined the most recent season of Master Chef UK. And this Malaysian chef, a lady, she made uh, chicken rendang. Or as they would like to pronounce it, rangdang or something 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 similarly terrible. So she prepared this dish and for those of you who don't know, maybe who aren't really too familiar with the dish is that uh, chicken rendang is a form of, in a sense, curry. I suppose I would classify it under gulai, which is basically a Malay dish which uses a lot of coconut milk, a lot of santan, and um, a lot of, obviously, chicken, a lot of spices. It can be spicy, it can be sweet and uh, sour sometimes, if I'm not mistaken. I've had some sour ones, but most of the time it's spicy, especially in uh, states like uh, Negeri Sembilan, which is where my father hails from and where I'm the most familiar with uh, this form of Malay dish and usually it's a form of drier curry, very spicy, uh, very very flavorful and very robust in, in the meat, very tender meat most of the time. However, we'll talk more about chicken rendang and how a master chef is apparently expected to make it right after the music break. This is KDU Campus Radio, Loki Local. My name's Aiden and coming up next is Alicia Keys with If I Ain't Got You. Make sure to stay tuned, and I'll be right back. Hi, my name is Aiden. Welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. This is Loki Local, and you just heard Ariana Grande with Best Mistake featuring Big Sean. Before the music break, we were talking about 
not really the best mistake, but a big mistake coming from MasterChef UK. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but it's hard to avoid, similarly to politics, but this is still in a sense funny enough to speak and quite neutral enough to speak. Because everyone, literally everyone in Southeast Asia, this part of Southeast Asia has contributed to the argument and to this current online feud, apparently, that we have. So, before the music break, I was giving a brief explanation of what a chicken rangdang, a chicken rendang is. And chicken rendang is a form of curry that uh, is a Malay dish, obviously. Usually spicy, not too creamy, sometimes dry, spi- spicy... I like to mention it's spicy. It is spicy. Uh, Not that spicy, but it's spicy. I'm sorry. I just like spicy food. And one big mistake that occurred is that this Malaysian chef participated in MasterChef UK. And she cooked chicken rendang. What happened was that she presented the dish to to the judge. And... The judge claimed that he did not like the dish because the dish, and the chicken specifically, did not have crispy skin. So when I, when I first saw this, and consequently the next uh, couple hundred thousand times apparently that I saw this, uh, it was pretty triggering, honestly. It was fairly triggering to a certain extent because when you grow up, or when you do uh, eat this dish on a mostly monthly basis, let's say once or twice, you know, for me at least, when you do have chicken rendang, and when you know deep inside that it's not, not even deep inside, you just know. You just know it's not crispy. It's not meant to be crispy because how is that possible, okay? I'm sure if you're talking about maybe um, lemon chicken, some white dish, some American Western dish, or maybe even the Chinese dish where they fry the chicken and then they toss it around in some lemon sauce, some sweet and sour sauce. Yes, that applies, but that's... This is a Malay dish and it's a form of curry. And he expected the the chicken to be crispy. If you haven't already been engulfed in this madness that has taken place over the past week... I honestly salute you because every single person from Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Brunei has come out, has come out to put this one MasterChef judge on blast. So on Twitter, everyone has been mentioning him, telling him that what is wrong with you, it's not meant to be crispy. It is a form of curry and you do not know what you are doing. Later on, however, the chef has come out and stated that he didn't necessarily mean crispy but what he meant was undercooked, undone. Obviously, I still think, personally speaking, this is the judge's fault for not really properly uh, saying his point, not properly conveying his message to the contestant. And that was the issue. This one word, unfortunately, did cause quite a kerfuffle online, which we will talk about more. We'll talk about Rendangate more right after the music break because coming up next is BreakBot and Irfain, baby, I'm yours. This is KDU Campus Radio, low-key local. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hi, my name's Aiden. Welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. You just heard Finesse by Bruno Mars and you're on. You're tuned in to Loki Local. This is the final episode of Loki Local, the one 
and only online radio show that talks about news articles which probably aren't really too worth your time. So, we're going to be talking about, just like before the music break, we were talking about how how a lot of people, how four countries specifically, finessed their way. Haha, yes, I know, punny. They, they have, there's been an uprising, there's been an uproar due to a, a controversial issue called Rendangate. So, too long, didn't listen to the previous talk sets. Basically, what happened was that there was this Malaysian chef who participated in MasterChef UK. She cooked a rendang dish. Rendang is a form of Malay curry, which is spicy, not too creamy, not much gravy, uh, quite dry sometimes. And she cooked the dish for the judge. The judge said the dish was disappointing because the chicken did not have crispy skin. Everyone in this part of Southeast Asia, specifically Brunei, Malaysia, Indonesia, Singapore, has then has thus united against Britain, against this one judge, in a terrible uproar called hashtag Rendanggate. In a, you can you can look it up if you ha- if you have managed to avoid, um, you've managed to avoid listening or being exposed to Rendanggate. Please do share your techniques of avoiding social media. I, I would appreciate it because I have been absolutely buried within Rendangate. This isn't just because of the people from these four countries which have been uh, tweeting at the person, mentioning the chef, but it's also because of plenty of companies which have taken this opportunity to make it a, a funny little jab PR move, in a sense, from political figures to restaurants to fuel fuel companies, everyone's taken a funny little jab at this uh, this online meme at this point in regards to the Master Chef's decision. From KFC deciding that uh, deciding to market their chicken as it's not rendang but it's still crispy. It's 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 been um, it's been absolutely massive on how people have gotten so uh, infuriated about food. But what did I? What else would you expect from Malaysia? And their dishes. You have to defend. You have to defend our food. Not only has this affected Malaysia, but it has affected Singapore. It has affected Indonesia and uh, subsequently Brunei. Even though they don't really participate that much, they're just kind of there. They're just kind of there. But um, between these three nations—Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia—which is always constantly bickering, constantly fighting, and be like, "Oh, it's our food! It's our food! No, it's our food! It's not your food!" Especially Malaysia and Indonesia when it comes to dishes such as uh, fried rice or even chicken rendang. But this one thing has managed to unite the entire nation, the entire Southeast Asia, almost it seems, the entire ASEAN, to go against Master Chef UK's chef judge. I'm not going to go into any more detail because honestly, that's all you need to know about the story. The judge has come out to say that, oh, he didn't necessarily mean crispy. He meant underdone. Unfortunately, he it's too late. It's too, too little too late for the chef now. I'm, unfortunately, he'll be a meme for quite some time, especially this part of the world. Anyways, you are listening to KDU Campus Radio. This is the final, very last episode of Loki Local for this semester and quite possibly forever. However, we're not done yet because coming up next is Camila Cabello with Havana featuring Young Thug. Make sure to stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. My name is Aiden and you just heard Chris Brown 
Beautiful People featuring Benny Benassi. And before the, before the break, obviously, we were talking about something very lighthearted. We were talking about rendang. Yes, we were talking about rendang of all things because rendang gate was a very uh, big thing. It, and it really did suit the theme of Loki Local because Loki Local is all about stupid news which is either undercut by bigger news or just news that i feel you should hear but it's unimportant and the rendang gate really did capture the essence of what this show is about but unfortunately this is the final episode of loki local uh, my name is aiden and it has been a pleasure hosting the show but the show is not over yet the fat lady has not sung because the next piece of news we're going to be talking about is a competition. It's not a competition, but it's a survey on how or what to name the next Proton vehicle. Now, Proton, if some of you don't know, is the Malaysian brand of cars. So there's the Proton Saga, Proton Wira, the Proton Iris, uh, lots of lots of cars. I mean, they're pretty decent. Uh, I, I've only driven two Proton cars, but obviously there is the general cons- general consensus, general idea that... Oh, a Proton car is, is kind of like a Milo tin. It's not very good. It breaks down. But overall, I think I think Proton is pretty decent, honestly, especially for something made right here in Malaysia. And Proton's next venture, after their acquisition from Geely, which is a Chinese corporation, a Chinese car manufacturing company, their next project is going to be an SUV. So an SUV is uh, it's a bigger car, of course. It is a sports utility vehicle, if you are ever so inclined to know what it stands for. So it's a, it's a bigger car. And Proton has released a competition on SurveyMonkey. I don't know if you can find it online. I'm pretty sure you can. Just search up Proton Car Naming Survey, most likely. And that's what we're going to do now. On Loki Local right now, I'm just going to fill in. I'm not going to fill it in completely because there's some details. But basically, this... Uh, this page says, sound the trump- trumpets as Proton's first SUV is coming. Vote for the best name for our SUV and stand a chance to win a, win a priceless gift to personally witness this historical moment. Okay, so I'm just going to click yes on the terms and condition. Yes, we're doing this right now because that's, that's, this is low-key local and uh, we, we need to cover this news. This is important for the country and for the well-being of the show. Okay, just yes. I just want to click yes. Okay, next. I have agreed to the terms and conditions. Obviously, there's name, email address, contact number, IC number, gender. I'll put that in maybe later, maybe never. Proton has identified four possible name names for Proton's first SUV. Please take have a look at these names and let us know your preference. So, the first name is X7, Proton X7. Second name, Proton PX7, Proton X70, and the Proton X700. I can see they are into the 7s uh, and the Xs, which are fine, I suppose. And if I was, if you asked me to pick one between all these options, I would probably go for X700. That looks the coolest, but of course, it is up to you if you want to join in. Uh, you have selected a name in the previous question. Could you please provide a reason why you chose this name? It is, it is the coolest. Coolest, yes, that's what I'm going to say. Alternative name. And this is optional. Please suggest any other names that you think is suitable for Proton's first SUV. I saw this comment online and I will talk more about this this specific joke later on. Uh, make sure to stay tuned to find out what it is. But I'm going to put in the name Proton. P-R-O-T-O-N. Proton McProton Face. Yes, Proton McProton Face. Find out why I put that name 
right after the music break right here on KDU Campus Radio. This is Loki Local. My name's Aiden, and I will be right back right after Rather Be by Clean Bandit and Jess Klein. Hey, welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. You are currently tuned into Loki Local. My name's Aiden, your host for the online radio world's most, uh, most informative news show that informs you in regards to news that you most likely shouldn't really pay too much attention to. So that's why I'm here telling you instead of you looking out for them. Uh, this is, however, the last episode of Loki Local. So make sure to go online on our Facebook page at KDUCR and on our Instagram, KDUCR, to find out all the latest information in regard in regards to what will our next set of shows be for next semester. I, however, will not be joining KD Campus Radio next semester because I will be busy with my internship. However, there are still uh, plenty of plenty of fantastic DJ hosts that will be providing content all throughout next semester. And make sure to follow us on all our social medias to find out what they exactly are. But before the break, before the music break, we were talking about how Proton has a competition to name their next vehicle. So I picked the Proton X700 because to me, that just looks like the coolest name for an SUV. However, there was also an option where you can put in an alternative name. You can suggest an alternative name to them, which is... You can be anything. It's literally a blank slate. You can put in anything you want. You can put in my V for all they cared, most likely. So what I did was I put in Proton McProton Phase. Now, this is a slight inside joke online, I suppose, because now we're deferring from uh, Malaysian news, but we're going to the United Kingdom because over in the United Kingdom, they held a competition or a survey, so to speak, to, to name a submarine. Or a boat, I think it was a boat. No, it was definitely a boat. It was a research vessel. So they had a competition to name the research vessel. And just like what happens when you ask the internet to make such an important decision, stupid things will occur. Stupid things will definitely occur. So hopefully we will learn from this similar case because for the research vessel, if you haven't already guessed it, the name that was chosen on the online was Boaty McBoaty Face. The best part about it, I'm pretty sure the name got approved and not the main research vessel, but one of the support vessels, one of the support ships were called HMS Boaty McBoaty Face. So hopefully Proton will listen to our pleas if there are enough of us. Hashtag Proton McProton Face. I know the movement has already begun. So if you want to support our movement, make sure to go on the Survey Monkey survey and tell Proton that you should name your next car Proton McProton Face. Proton, if you're listening, trust me, it's a fantastic move. I learned MassCom, I learned PR. This would be great with millennials and youngsters. Proton McProton Face. That's right. You can credit that to uh, the internet because the internet makes the best decisions as a group entirely, of course, as you may or may not have already known. Anyways, this is KDU Campus Radio. My name's Aiden. You are currently tuned in to the last episode of Loki Local. It's been great, but unfortunately, all things have to come to an end. Coming up next will be Demi Lovato on the line featuring the Jonas Brothers. Stay tuned, and I will be right back. 
Hi, my name is Aiden, and you just heard Hotline Bling by Drake. This is KDU Campus Radio, and you are currently listening to Loki Local, the only show online on online radio which talks about news articles, which honestly probably aren't really worth your time. So previously, we were talking about before the music break, of course, we were talking about Proton and how they have a competition as to what should their next car be named after. So my proposition is that we make uh, make we just say no to all the proposed names because all the proposed names are very generic and um, typical. It's not going to work with millennials and youngsters. So what I propose is that we name the car Proton McProton Face. And I'm I'm sincerely hoping that they take this uh, request seriously and the next car is actually called Proton McProton Face. If it is, then you know, pre-book one for me, I'm definitely going to be driving a Proton Proton face because that is a fantastic name for a Proton vehicle. And I'm not bashing Proton or anything. Honestly, I do have quite a quite a soft spot in my heart for Proton in a sense because I grew up more or less in a Proton vehicle. My first, The first car that my family and I, not to say bonded with, but the first car that we took on vacations with, the cars that we went on road trips with, the cars that we just spent a lot of time with, the car that my father owned for about 14 years. About 14 years he has had this car and he sold it off eventually because it was just too old. But it was a Proton Weera. Proton Weera, a very ancient one. And recently there was a news article, oh, suiting to, uh, you know, suiting to Loki Local. There was a news article that basically sealed the fate of the Proton Weera because no more new spare parts will be made and that's just how old the car is. It is an old car but it was a strong and steady car. It was a car that I I did kind of got emotional in a sense. I was younger but it was still a little sad for me because I had a a connection with the car to a certain extent. I really did enjoy that car because it was just so nostalgic. Was it a good car? Chances are, no, it was garbage. It was probably trash. But there was just a soft spot, you know? So uh, after that, my father got another Proton car to replace the car, the beat. It's that car where he would just drive everywhere and treat like trash because, you know, everyone should have a car. It's kind of like it's kind of like daily wearing shoes. That's a daily driving car. So the next car was also Proton. Uh, that was one of the first cars that I ever drove. And... The car that I drove during my driving test was a Proton Iris. My father's car after the Weera was the Proton Saga, the newer one, of course, not the ancient one. And it does have a strangely, uh, a, st- a strange, nice place, a soft spot in my heart for n- for no reason. In actual fact, it's just an emotional thing, connection with cars. It's strange, I know. But that is, uh, that's the kind of insight that you would look forward to on Loki Local with me, Aiden. Unfortunately, it is the last episode. However, you can find out more about KDU Campus Radio if you follow us on our socials, which is at KDU Campus Radio on Facebook and at KDUCR on Instagram. Make sure to follow us there to find out all the latest information about KDU Campus Radio. Coming up next is going to be Ed Sheeran with Supermarket Flowers. Make sure to stay tuned. I will be right back. Welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. My name's Aiden, and you are currently tuned in to Loki Local. You just heard Nevermind by Foster the People, and this is Loki Local. Of course, sometimes we talk about 
meaningless news, petty news in fact, news that you will forget right after the show ends, but sometimes I also like to cover things that don't seem to be getting enough coverage. So this next topic is going to be slightly important, so you can take out your pen, you can note down a few pointers if you want to, but it is an article released by thestar.com.my, of course, which says that, according to Bank Nagara, people are getting paid too little. I know, what a, everyone, dramatic gasp, everyone is shocked, absolutely everyone cannot believe this fact that, that this is happening. No way, what, you're kidding. What, no, yes, it is, it's ha- I'm sure a lot of people have realized that wages are, mo- are more or less not really being paid enough, in, I, I, I completely butchered the sentence, but what this article says, and according to a report from Bank Negara, which is the Central Bank of Malaysia, uh, in their 2017 report, it shows that the spending of the bottom 40% of Malaysian house- households have increased much faster than their income has. Basically, it's saying that 40%, no, the bottom 40% of um, Malaysian workers or Malaysian households, yeah, Malaysian households, they have used up more money or the amount of money they have used has increased more than the money they are earning. And if you need to make that even more simpler, it is not a good thing. It's not good that it's happening. And when people are like, I'm not getting paid enough. Statistically speaking, yeah, no, you're probably right. You're probably right and the fact that you're not getting paid enough. So, furthermore, in the report and the article, from to- from 2014 to 2016, B40, which is the bottom 40, uh, that's the their shorthand form for it, the in- their income grew by 5.8 annually, whereas their spending grew from 6% annually at the same given time period, of course. So that means every year, their income only grew by 5.8, whereas their spending grew by 6%. So every year, they spent 6% more while earning only 5.8% more. So obviously, if you need to do the maths, I'm not very good at maths, but I think I can tell that one is more than the other and it shouldn't really be like that. A lot of people have already been basically complaining and it's not complaining anymore. I think it's just a fact that people are used to. It's a fact. It's not complaining, not a small niche group. A lot of people are affected by the fact that they're not getting paid enough. And it's not just them not being good at their jobs or it's not just them not getting enough jobs in a sense. It's actually a thing which the central bank says that it's not their fault. It's not the workers' fault, but it's the company's fault and partially the government's fault for not giving enough incentives. But yes, of course, we're going to wrap up Loki Local with a heavy topic in the next few talk sets, most probably. But beforehand, we're going to go for a music break, you know, and just calm everyone down. Money. Money is a stressful issue, if you haven't realized. But coming up next is Frank Ocean with Sweet Life. Stay tuned to KDU Campus Radio. This is Loki Local. Welcome back to KDU Campus Radio. This is Loki Local. My name is Aiden, and you just heard Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz, a personal favorite of mine, of course, also a staple in Loki Local. But before the music break, we were talking about money. Yes, of course, everyone's favorite topic, money, and not just not just about money, but about earning money. Now, everyone knows that Loki Local isn't really a informative show to so so to say so to speak but sometimes i do like to cover these more heavy topics now for loki local 
this is a first talking about money, but it is important that you every, that everyone knows this because I think it is a general assumption and it is a general uh, accepted fact that people working working people are not getting paid enough. And that has been confirmed to be true according to this article and report released by the Star and the Central Bank, which is Bank Nagara, respectively. So in the 2017 annual report from Bank Nagara, it states that those working Malaysians that are part of the 40% below, 40% below of the of income-wise, they have been spending more than they have been earning. And basically, this means that every year they have been spending more than the amount of money they are earning. That means the spend, the expenditure increases, but uh, earning increases not enough, basically. So a lot of people are struggling. It is a fact, and now it has basically been confirmed. Another statistic that is uh, that was found in this report and article is that in 2016, half of working Malaysians earned less than the national median of 1,703. Half of working Malaysians earned less than 1,703. It is mind-boggling how to basically survive with less than... 2000 I I feel especially if you're staying if you're staying in Kuala Lumpur if maybe outside of KL it would be different it would be less and I, it it might be fine but just from my city city perspective because I'm going to sidetrack here I'm going to talk about just money in general especially overseas first before going and continuing this article is that Malaysia our money is very small if you haven't already realized because Compared to the United Kingdom, for example, which is the only real country which I can compare it to. Obviously, it's not apples to apples and it's not exact. I'm not an economist. I did sit for econs in SPM, but it's a different case entirely. So, in the UK, £100 can get you quite a lot. In fact, £100 can probably last you a week worth of groceries and spending, depending. Obviously, you're not supposed to be flamboyantly spending your money around, but £100 is a lot. Hundred pounds is roughly five, six hundred ringgit over here. Now that would make sense, but a hundred ringgit in Malaysia is practically nothing. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to be harsh and I don't want to be uh, inconsiderate in a sense, but it's true. A hundred ringgit can get you absolutely nothing, and you're lucky if it will last you three days. If you go out eat, if you're spending on petrol, if you're spending on public transport, if you are paying rent, if you are once you break down that money, a hundred ringgit can barely last you a few days. And this has been proven, statistically even, from the central bank. And we'll be covering this more later on, on the final talk set of the last episode of Loki Local. Coming up next is Sign of the Times by Harry Styles. So appropriate for the current situation. It's a sign of the times, everyone. This is KD Campus Radio, Loki Local. Make sure to stay tuned, and I'll be right back for one last time. Welcome back to KD Campus Radio. This is Aiden, and you are currently tuned into Loki Local. The song you just heard is Demons by Imagine Dragon. And before the music break, right here on Loki Local, the very last episode of Loki Local, by the way, we were talking about how money in Malaysia, basically working Malaysians, not earning enough to maintain a Malaysian lifestyle. So we talk basically, yes, Malaysians don't earn enough to maintain what is necessary in Malaysia. There are plenty of statistics now, and it's not just 
it's, it's not just something that people are like, oh, I'm not earning enough. And then, and then some people will be like, stop complaining. You are earning enough or you should work harder or you should do more work. No, it's true that companies are just not giving enough money. And this is due to a lot of reasons, which I rather not cover because they are very deep and detailed. And I'm afraid that I might just mess them up because these are very specific economic things that I probably, it's, it's probably way above me. So if you want to read the article, it is on the star. Just search up Bank Dengara 2017 report and how Malaysians are not earning enough. So to wrap up the article, one of the possible solutions to this issue is to enforce a living wage. A living wage refers to how much a person needs in order to survive in a particular area. Now, let's just say, let's use KL as an example. Two years ago, the living wage for a single adult, so a single individual adult, is 2700 A married couple without a child is 4500 and a married couple with a child is 6500 And... Also, also last year, I mean, not in last year, in 2016, half of working Malaysians earned less than the national median of 1,703. They aren't even earning anywhere near enough to maintain this so-called living wage that has been, that has been calculated by experts who have taken into various forms of statistics and prices and just analyzing the economy, they can tell that, oh, we need this much of money for a person to survive. And they don't even get anywhere near enough. So that is how we are going to end KDU Campus Radio's low-key local with a very worrying thought for the future, unfortunately. But it is better to be aware of things like this rather than to be ignorant about it. Is it terrible? Yes. But is it the end of the world? It's probably not. I'm sure the economy will be will will get better. I'm sure everything will improve. It's just it's true that no one is getting paid enough. And there are plenty of other analysts and experts that have discussed this on the article. Again, I'm not gonna jump into it because I'm no I'm in no position to make comment about this any further. It was it was just an interesting article to bring up, especially here on Loki Local. Something heavier to end the show off with. Something I always prefer to do, but I just found it funnier to do to do smaller stories. But this has been KDU Campus Radio's Low-Key Local. It has been a pleasure being your host. My name, of course, has been Aiden. You can find me somewhere around KDU Campus Radio or somewhere around the KDU Campus. But not, not next semester, though. I won't be around because internship reasons. But make sure to come and listen to more KDU Campus shows next semester after we go live once more with a brand new set of shows most likely with the same staple selection of fantastic DJs. Follow us on our social networks at KDUCR on Facebook and Instagram. Even on YouTube, we will be uploading all the previous shows so that you have all the content in the world if you ever miss myself or any of the other hosts on KDU Campus Radio. My name is Ben Aiden. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. And I will most likely talk to you next time. But for now, I'm just going to leave you with a couple, with a few more songs because coming up next, the final few songs for KD Campus Radio's Loki Local is Jason Drulo with It Girl. It has been a pleasure, and I am I've met, I'm Aiden, and I will be signing out. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Kai from KDU Gaia Fight Club, and you are listening to KDU Campus Radio.